Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, Big Tim and I are back from our mid-season break. On tonight's episode, Big Tim and I are going to continue on with our bucket list series. Tonight's topic is going to be historical places Big Tim and I have been to or where we would like to go. Join us on tonight's episode of the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. We look forward to discussing topics with you in the future. Welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. That's right. We're back from our mid-season break. Here, and we've decided to continue our bucket list series. Tonight, we're going to be talking about historical places in particular. Places we want to go to, places we've been to, maybe. And you'll hear about some of our adventures as we go through the episode here. And some adventures we want to take, of course, to these historical places. I'm actually going to start off tonight's episode talking about a trip that I went on when I was nine years old. I'm going to try to remember something that I went on approximately 21 years ago. Wish me the best of luck. So, 21 years ago, my family and I took a road trip to Williamsburg, Virginia. It was really cool getting to... uh, Explore the area in Williamsburg. Uh, we went to, I mean, it's not a historical place, but we're going to roll back to our Bucket List Amusement Park series. Actually went to the Bush Gardens in Williamsburg. That was one of the things that we did. Uh, pulling up the um, uh, website to double check some of the things that we did. We went to a bunch of the historical houses there, including, I'm currently blanking on the name of the house, but I believe it was, it wasn't the a house, well, I guess it was. We went to the Sherwood Forest Plantation Foundation uh, at one point. That house was pretty cool to get to walk around and see. We went to Governor's the Governor's Palace there in Williamsburg. Went to the George Wythe House. The White House. The Wythe House. Yeah. Um, we walked down the... I'm going to call it Colonial Alley because I can't think mm-hmm. of the actual name of it. But it really was cool to get to down to Williamsburg and check out all those places there. Um, have you been on any uh, historical adventures, Dr. Love? Oh, well, of course, you're talking to one of your most historically personal friends, sir. I've been to many historical places over my 30 years of life. Uh, my most favorite uh, trip was over to Gettysburg. Um, for those of you who don't know, in America, we've had um, a civil war in the 1800s, and Gettysburg was one of the most bloodiest battles that we had during the Civil War. A lot of lives were lost. Um, it is located in, of course, 
Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, in Adams County. Um, there's a lot of landmark little, little what, I, what I'm going to call little battles. You can go out onto the battlefield and go to the sites. Uh, there's little round top, big round top, stuff like that. So if you're a big military uh, person who loves military history, Gettysburg is one of the many battlefields you can visit that um, we had during the Civil War. Um, I think you have not been there before, correct, sir? I have not been to Gettysburg. Well, you and I are going to have to take a weekend road trip. Um, possibly, maybe, if your lovely wife would like to come along. Maybe that's something we can plan for next year. Um, throughout that battle, there was only one civilian casualty. Her name was Jenny Wade. Um, I'm sure you may not have heard about that, have you? I'm not. So Jenny Wade, who I said was the one civilian casualty during the battle, um, she was, uh, you know, offed. She was in a house. It was, I think, her mother's house. It actually wasn't her house, but a, um, I think it was a Confederate soldier shot through her wooden door, the wooden door of the front of the house, the bullet got her because he thought he there were Union soldiers in there. And there was not. Um, so there, there you when you when you would drive into town, you would see where that house is at most immediately. It's right in front of the. Uh, I think it it was a Holiday Inn the last time I was in, but I think it's a. The 1800 or 1800 hotel now. Um, of course, it's got, and behind that is the Civil War, one of the Civil War cemeteries. Um, and then my favorite thing about visiting Gettysburg is going out onto the battlefield. And I think you would love that as well. And of course, while we're there, we can uh, catch up some uh, caches. So I'm sure there's plenty of there. Um, I'd have to look and see if there are any caches there, but I don't have to be geocaching necessarily to mm -hmm. take these historical places. Mm -hmm. um, some other historical museums that are there, they I don't think they have it now, but they uh, used to have a wax museum for the presidents and then the first lady's dresses. Um, so that was there. Uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower's farm ranch is located in town there. Okay. Um, and then their visitor center is beautiful. It's got a, uh, I don't know the exact name for it, but it's like a theater with a model of the battles in the center and it, it goes it's like and it has like a theater around it too so you can watch a documentary and watch like the little battle unfold in front of you um which is a pretty nice thing to see um so that's definitely something on your bucket list that you need to go and i would love to go back to and then of course it's not historical in the sense of like Civil War, but it's still a historical place in my opinion. Uh, 
about an hour away from there is Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. To the Hershey's Chocolate Factory. And, of course, a little fun fact about Milton and his wife. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that his wife got sick, we probably wouldn't have the Hershey bar because they were supposed to go on the Titanic. And because she got sick, they did not make the voyage on the Titanic. I don't think I ever knew that. I say, yeah, I bet you didn't even know that. <laughs> um, so let's see. I've been. I'm going to take the. Uh, I'm going to take the reins uh, back for for just a second. Okay, I'm going to give you one. They said I've been. It would be on my bucket list if I was younger. My grandma didn't pay for all of us to go all the way to Hawaii. Ooh. Been to Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. And let me tell you something. I was young when we went there. Mm-hmm. But standing over USS Arizona is something that you will never forget in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Ever. Seeing the destruction, the destruction that was there, seeing everything that happened there, reading about it, taking pictures. There's nothing yeah. like it. I mean, honestly, and where else have we been attacked? We've never been attacked on American soil, discounting nine nine eleven. Well, and also, if you don't count the Civil War. Yeah, if you don't count the Civil War. So, um. Well, let's just let's let's fix that statement. We haven't been attacked. Those were the two probably the two most major attacks that we well, three, four, about four major attacks that has happened on US soil Pearl Harbor, uh the Twin Towers and nine eleven, um, the Pentagon, and then what happened over in um Pennsylvania. I forget the yeah. town. Jigsville. So, but speaking of which, kind of transitioning. So we, I've also been to DC. DC is a pretty nice place to visit, especially the museums. Um, but tra- kind of, kind of going. We're gonna go back and forth here. When we go to Gettysburg, we can make a trip to that memorial as well. Right. Um, but I would also love to get up to New York, A, to go to the Statue of Liberty, B, oh, yeah. to go to the 9-11 Memorial. Um, I have no. never been to there before, to either of those. That actually brings up a interesting historical, you could call it historical, because of course it's related to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Wife Chelsea and I the opportunity to visit Boston in 2021. Mm-hmm. You may have heard that, shameless plug. You may have heard about that in a previous podcast episode that we've done. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we visited was the 9-11 Memorial at Boston Logan. Yeah. And seeing all those names on that list, just like Pearl, going to Pearl Harbor, just like standing there thinking about that day, mm-hmm. how many people went about everything like it was a normal day except it wasn't 
Yeah. No, they went about thinking it would be a normal day, but it wasn't. I had to mm-hmm. admit my statement a little bit. Yeah. Um. Now we're we're talking about historical places, and you've been there, but it's on my bucket list. Uh, Boston. I want to go to the harbor, dump some tea in the harbor. <laughs> um, you got the pleasure of going there. Um, I did. And yes. You, and we're not going to talk about Boston tonight on this episode because we already have a dedicated episode to that. I think that was uh, in season two. I believe so. Yes. Um. So if you would like to listen to uh, Big Tim's trip to Boston, go back to listen to that podcast. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list. Um, moving b- back west here from Boston, um, definitely would love to go to Philadelphia. Yes, that's on my historical bucket list. Um, I want to go to see where the Declaration of Independence was signed, where the uh, where the um, our Constitution was created and formed. Um. Liberty Bell, Liberty Bell for sure, yeah, and then uh, Philadelphia the Hall for sure. Yes. Um, continuing westward, um, because every every state has its own little historical significance. Um, it's not much. I mean, you could call it a his well historical landmarks, but it's also you could say national parks. It's a little bit of both. I would love to go to Mount Rushmore. I'd love yeah, to go. I, that, to... I was getting ready to talk about that myself. Yep. Yep. So uh, Mount Rushmore, for those of you who are listening in that don't know, it's a mountain with four distinctive presidents on it. Teddy Roosevelt, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Um, And then... There's another mountain just off to the side of that that was uh, supposed to be for one of the Native American chiefs. I don't think it was Sitting Bull. Tecumseh? Maybe? I think. Yeah, I think it's Tecumseh. Um, National Landmark Historical Site for sure, and it's something that's been on my bucket list for years years yeah uh what 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 were you gonna say about mount rushmore so i've never been about rushmore myself but my mm-hmm. parents actually have been there yeah that is something that i would love to see in my lifetime you know we could sit mm-hmm. here uh, and do a whole podcast episode on a thousand places to see before you die I know yeah. it's morbid to say, but it's the truth, you know? how. Well, sorry to interrupt, but one can say this entire series is essentially that. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, uh, Grand Canyon, a national park, national landmark, but it's also a major significant historical place. Um, you know, May I interject for a sec? For sure, yes. I'd like to go back to Philadelphia for a second because okay. we forgot about the house of the person who sewed the first American flag 
That's right. Betsy, Betsy Ross. Ross. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have House to is there. Um, other... I know we already have a dedicated episode to Boston, but I want to... Mm-hmm. I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the USS Constitution, which is the first battleship, one of the first battleships that served in any war. Mm-hmm. That battleship served in the Revolutionary War, if I remember correctly. Yes. And that that is one that I'll never forget getting mm-hmm. to see. Um... Sticking in the east, because I know we're starting to move west, but I want to stick in the east for just another second or two. There's so much in Boston that I could sit here all day. I forgot about the Arlington National Cemetery. Well, that's not in Boston, though. That's in Virginia. True. Well, true, but but I'm talking about things in the east. There's the American Civil War Museum in Richmond, Virginia. I'd love to see... Uh, someday be the history guy that I am and I'm trying to see if there's anything else Sports Theater is in mm-hmm. it's in D.C. See Fort McHenry National Monument in Baltimore and there's Fort Sumter Charleston, South Carolina yeah. and I'll let you take back over now so Fort Sumter definitely is a good place to go. Um, I have been to Arlington. Fun fact, the house at the top of the hill there belonged to General Robert E. Lee. That entire land and property used to belong to him. Um, Short story, to make a long story short, uh, the Union took the property from the family and converted it into uh, the cemetery. So, um, that's definitely a beautiful place to go, especially to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yes. Uh, to watch that ceremony is, it's beautiful. Um, to put in retrospective of when I went, um, it was during the last year of Bush. So Bush's, uh, George W. Bush's last term. I think it was like right. his around that time um i know it was definitely maybe a couple it was 2005 2006 so um it's been that long um because i was in sixth grade when we went so um and then going back to pennsylvania because i can't we're gonna talk about a lot of wars and civil wars. We gotta talk about the Revolutionary War. Yes, we do. There is a town in Pennsylvania called Ligonier, and it's based around Fort Ligonier. Fort Ligonier is a Revolutionary War fort that's still standing. I have been there. Uh, Washington was there, stationed there for a while. And um, kind of see what it looked, what it felt and looked like back in the revolutionary times. Pretty cool. Um, I'm assuming you probably have not been there. I have not. No. Um. So that is definitely a place to go. 
And if I remember correctly, when we talked about amusement parks, there was an amusement park there that um, we talked about as well. I believe so, so yes. It all, it's all based on that in any way. Um, now, we've talked about East. We've talked a little bit about West. I don't try to think if there's any historical places to visit out far west like California. Uh, do you know of anything out that way? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I... It's historical in that it was the first national park. Yeah. Uh, Yellowstone, though, is more not like California, though. It's a little more off the West Coast, but it's still out that way near, uh, you know, near. Uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. I am sorry. The Grand Canyon. Yeah. Um, I, the one one of the things I would love to go out there to see towards California are the giant redwoods. Again, I know it's not really historical, but it's this this uh, episode is kind of devolved into just national parks, stuff like that. And I know that was a topic on hand. So I guess we just combined two uh, topics tonight. <laughs> That's fine, you know. Um, oh, we forgot about Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yeah, that is a historical place. It's in California. Yes, San Francisco. Right? Got it. All right. Now, we've talked about going out east. We've talked about, you know, west. we talked a little about stuff down south, or have we? One big major historical place I would love to go to in the southern part of the United States. Can you guess? Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Yep. Yep. That's on my bucket list of places to visit, too. Um, and, of course, New Orleans. Um, just the city alone is historical. Um, French Port. Uh, you know, Louisiana used to belong to the French. We bought it from them. Um, you know, Louisiana Purchase. And that's just kind of, it's, it's got a historical significance, the city as a whole. Um, but we've kind of kind of went around the entire country now. Ohio has a vast, rich history, as you are aware of, sir. Yes, I'm very well aware of that. Uh, for example, Ohio has had 16 presidents. No. No? Seven. Or is it 18? I think it's... it's between 16 and 18. I always said seven presidents, sir. Oh, I'm trying to give us double the amount than what we had. So, seven. So, there's seven national landmarks in Ohio that we can go visit. I'm wondering if the 16 I'm thinking of is the astronauts. Um... I'm not 100% sure, but it looks like it's actually eight presidents. Eight? Because... Oh, Google. Um, Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes, Garfield. Uh, stop you real quick there. It's pronounced Rutherford. Okay. Uh, Garfield, as I mentioned. Benjamin uh-huh. Harrison, McKinley, William Howard Taft, and Warren Harding. 
So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So eight. So there is, as you mentioned, did you mention William Henry Harrison? I did not. All right. So William He's Henry the eighth. Henderson. Yes, he is the eighth. So we're gonna go. We're gonna do a little historical lesson for you right now. So this is my hit. What I like to be casually known from my high school history teacher, Doctor John Patterson. Uh, historical moments. So William Henry Harrison. For those of you who are listening who don't know, you might know. He was part of the Whig Party. He was born in Berkeley, uh, Berkeley Plantation, Virginia, but he lived in North Bend, Ohio, when he was elected. Ninth, he was the ninth president. He was the first sitting president to have a picture, his picture taken. He died of pneumonia, and the uh, he died of pneumonia, the first president to die in office. Bet you didn't know that one, sir. Uh. Uh, the next president on the list that's from Ohio is Ulysses S. Grant. Um, little fun fact about him: his Ulysses is actually his originally his middle name. Um, I think his real first name was Herbert or something like that, because. If he had kept that, instead of switching his middle name to his first name, he would have been known as President Hug. Little, little, little fun fact there. His first name was Hiram. Yeah, Hiram. Because, you know, Hiram, uh, I I don't think it is, but Hiram... Could have possibly been named after him. I might be wrong about that. So his first original name, his first original name was Hiram Ulysses Grant, or else Hug. The S. People have been connected to Simpson, but I don't. If I remember correctly from my history class, the S never actually stood for anything. Um, but he was part of the Republican Party. He was born in Point Pleasant, Ohio. He was the 18th president, support amnesty for the Confederate leaders and protection of African-Americans. Signed, he was the president who signed Yellowstone National Park as America's first national park. Rutherford B. Hayes is, again, a Republican. He was from Delaware, Ohio. He was the next president after Grant, so he was the 19th president. He lost the popular vote, but won the Electoral College by one vote after a ruling by the Electoral Commission signed. So that was a little messy election there. Um, he signed a bill in 1879 allowing female attorneys to argue cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. So we, interesting little history there. Um, I just got a couple more presents to go through here real quick, and then we can move on. Uh, next president on the list is Benjamin Harrison from Republican. He, too, was from North Bend, Ohio. So that means North Bend has two presidents. Um, he is the grandson of William Henry Harrison. He was the 23rd president. And he was the first peacetime president to approve of one 
billion dollars in appropriations, signed the Sherman Antitrust Act, the oldest of all U.S. antitrust laws. The next president on the list is William McKinley. He was Republican president as well. He was from Niles. He was the 25th president of the United States. He annexed Puerto Rico, Guam, and the Philippines and Hawaii. He upheld the gold standard and promoted pluralism among ethnic groups. And he was assassinated in 1901 during his second term in office. Fun fact about William is when he was campaigning for president in Ohio, he actually came to my hometown of Jefferson. And at the old elementary school, there was a stone and a tree stump where he spoke on the campaign trail. And then uh, the last two presidents on this list, uh, William Howard Taft, again, a Republican. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. The 27th president, he launched he launched 80 antitrust suits against some of the nation's largest corporations. The first president to throw out the ceremonial first pitch at a baseball game in 1910. And the last president on this list is Warren G. Harding. He was a Republican. He was born in Corsica, also known as Blooming Grove, Ohio. He was the 29th president. He hosted the 1921 Washington Naval Conference, the first international strategic arms limitation talks, and died of a heart attack while in office. So you can see there's a bit of a theme with all the presidents from Ohio. Yep. So that is going to take us off of our little historical moment on the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. But each of their houses all have are all part of the um national monuments list so they are protected uh i've just recently found out that uh in jefferson there was a house that was supposed to be on the presidential's president's list to be protected. I don't remember who the name was. Um, but you can visit uh, a lot of historical places in the Ohio. Like I said, Jefferson is the home of uh, Joshua Giddings and Benjamin Wade, two of the most prominent uh, abolitionists during the Civil War. Uh, fun fact, during the impeachment of Andrew Johnson, um, Benjamin Wade would have become president, except it came down to one vote during his impeachment. And can you take a guess on whose vote that was? Um, and that Benjamin Wade's vote? Yes. Benjamin Wade, as gruff of a man as he was, was a man of honor. And he said, I will not gain, my vote will not gain, be my gain to notoriety and be the downfall of another man's position or some, something like that. Um, so he refused to vote to 
impeach Johnson because then he would have became president. Um, now, the Giddings Law Office, where it originally stood in town, is now the home to McDonald's. But the Giddings Law Office has been moved. It's in a new location called Giddings Park. Uh, that you can go and always tour it, but it's based on um, appointments only. And of course, Benjamin Wade and Joshua Giddings are both buried in the Oakdale Cemetery. You can go and visit that, uh, you know, during daylight hours. Um, what historical places do you have that are from Ohio that you've been to? Oh boy, historical places in Ohio that I've been to. I've been to Garfield's gravesite in Lakeview mm -hmm. Cemetery in downtown Cleveland. Sadly, I have not. I've been to. Oh goodness, I have not been to the Adina Gardens in Coffee. Mm -hmm. Place I'd like to go to is the birthplace of Edison in Milan. Yes. Yes. Um, or the tomb of William Henry Harrison, mm -hmm. or the, the birthplace of Grant or Hayes. I've been to the Garfield House. I mean, it's ten minutes up the road. I've uh, been told I've been there. I just don't remember. I've also been to the presidential library for, I believe, it's Taft. Mm -hmm. Howard Taft in uh, extreme southern northern, I can't Ohio. remember which, Trouble County. It would probably be where his birthplace was at. Yes. Um, also been to the birthplace of Garfield. That's mm -hmm. out towards Seven Hills, Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, fun fact, if you love to geocache, you could find at a good chunk of these places that we're listing. Um, I've been to the Christmas Story House. That's something that doesn't get mentioned as a as a historical landmark as much, but still an Ohio site. Yeah, and I, I strangely have not been there. I've been to Westside Market, which is another semi-historical place. Yeah. Maybe not something that we think of as a historical place. Offhand, but uh, still is. Museum. What? Have you been to the Crawford Museum? I have not. Really? Well, the Crawford Museum, it's got a wide variety of uh, artifacts. Uh, it's a mixture between, like, um, old cars. Uh, it's got movie props from like the legend of sleepy hollow um and then there's a house connected and i forget the name of the family that lived there but you can tour the house and it's weird how they have it connected because you could be walking through these rooms that are set up and the next thing you know you're inside of a house right so um and for those of you who don't know, Cleveland, Ohio definitely has a lot of amazing museums. So you have the Crawford Museum, the Cleveland Museum of Art, 
Uh, it's not, I mean, you could call it a historical spot, but there's a lot of beautiful paintings and artworks. Um, the Cleveland Natural Muse Natural History Museum is a very uh, nice family museum to take kids to. Um, and then, since we're talking about history, you can't talk about history without talking about science. We also have the Cleveland, the Great Lakes Science Center um, to visit. And then, of course, we have the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo and the Cleveland Aquarium. All of these beautiful and amazing places you can visit in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, and no, that is not a paid ad for the city either. <laughs> oh, yeah, you forgot three places, sir. Oh, did I? Did I? Please, please remind me. Forgot about Playhouse Square. Oh, of course. You can't forget about Playhouse Square. Forgot oh, about Severance Hall. I did forget about Severance Hall. And you forgot about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The most major significant historical place in Cleveland. If you're a Rock and Roll fan. Oh, of course. I cannot believe I forgot those. I guess I'm not a true Clevelander, even though I don't live in Cleveland. It's also the USS um, Cod Memorial. It's a World War II era sub opening in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's the Glens, the downtown Cleveland. Um, it's the Waltz Museum of Jewish Heritage. Yeah. It's the, the steamship William G. Bather. There's, just, there's all sorts of stuff down in Cleveland that we haven't even got no experience ourselves. There's the free mm-hmm. stamp in downtown Cleveland. Got a yeah. giant free stamp. There's a baseball heritage museum, the Burger Memorial. Oh, you know about the David Burger Memorial. And I do not. Oh, so I get to school the historical guy. Sweet. Okay. David Berger <laughs> was a an Olympic athlete that mm-hmm. <clears throat> did in the Olympics, obviously. And he was killed as part he was one of the eleven Israeli athletes killed by Palestinian terrorists in the Munich massacre at the nineteen seventy two Summer Olympics. He was from Ohio, actually. The the sculpture was installed at the Bayfield Jewish Community Center in Cleveland, of course, in 1975. And then moved to the Mandel Jewish Community Center in Beechwood, actually. Oh. That's not that far from me. Yeah. So there's there's the uh, historical aspect of the David Burke Memorial here in Northeast okay. Ohio. I've been to the memorial. Have you? I have not. Um, but if we're talking about memorials and all that, if we want, to, since we're talking about the one of the major sea cities, we have to talk about another historical sea city. You going for Columbus or Cincy? I'm going for Cincy here, buddy. So, Cincinnati, the birthplace of aviation. 
that be Dayton? Yes, Dayton. Dayton, Dayton, you're right. Dayton. It's it's close. Uh <laughs> sure it is. Uh, so Dayton. Dayton is definitely the birth it's the true birthplace of aviation. So I wanna go to the Wright Brothers home if it's still standing. Uh, but Cincinnati does have its own little historical significance as well. It has the Queen of the Mississippi uh, paddle boat that you can still ride. Um, and then, since we're talking about paddle boats and all that, there's a, and I, a Canal Fulton has the Erie Canal, and it has all the locks, and there's caves that you can tour. That is a not much of a historical. It's more of like a I, I consider it like a national park, but it's still a beautiful town to visit. And you can ride on the Erie Canal and go through the locks, the oldest locks in the state that still work. Have you been there before? Nope. I have, and it's a beautiful place to go to. Um, and I'm sure you've. You, I'll let you take Columbus. I actually have a couple of things to add to um, Cincinnati. Okay. One of the funniest things that I ever that I've ever heard was and I'm trying to locate it real quick because mm-hmm. it had to do with like paper air, a paper airplane museum or something. Oh uh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Can't find it right now while we're recording, of course, but that's okay while we're talking about everything, but that's okay. So, Columbus, we'll change gears over to Columbus. Columbus has, of course, Ohio Stadium, which, if you're an Ohio State fan, you gotta go there at some point. I've still never been to an Ohio State football game. Mm -hmm. There's a couple other places. There's obviously the Ohio State House. One of the major... And I have been there. I've gotten a tour of the Ohio State House, and it's beautiful. And one of the most major historical buildings still standing in Columbus. There's the... Oh, what's the name of it? Now, now of course, I'm blanking on it when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I do that a lot when I mm-hmm. yeah that's what it was the Kelton house I've been to I think I've been to the Kelton house before mm-hmm. um the house is an Italian mansion there in Columbus Very interesting mm-hmm. to see um see what else there is in Columbus there's the Thurber house there's the governor's residence. If you ever want to look for the governor's residence, governor's residence, I can't talk. There's also the German village in Columbus. I always forget about that. German village, yeah. Never do that again, Doctor Love. Never <laughs> do that that's again. My, that, that's Dutch. That's a Dutch accent. Either way. Um... It's also uh, not really historical, per se. There's the Nationwide Arena, the home of the Columbus Blue Jackets. 
I wouldn't consider that historical whatsoever. Oh, but now the now what I do consider consider historical is Florence Henderson. You're more than likely don't know who that is, do you? Uh, you said uh, Florence Henderson. Yes. She is an American actress. I remember, right? No, 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 no. Florence Henderson. Um. Let me. Time for another historical moment. Let me make sure I'm even given the right name here. Florence Henderson was Carol Brady on the Brady Bunch. Yeah, so it's definitely not who not the right name. So give me one second here. Um, we'll come back to this little tidbit information. So why don't you continue on while I look this up? I've actually run out of landmarks in the, in the Columbus area, but we would be remiss to not mention the first state capital of Ohio. Coffee. Uh, okay. So before we move on to there, I got the first name right of this lovely lady. Hey. Last name was wrong. Her name is Florence Allen. Do you know who Florence Allen was? Good judge. She was the first female ever elected to a judicial office in the nation, which was and she ran successfully for the Cuyahoga Court of Common Pleas in 1920. Two years later, she ran for Ohio Supreme Court and won, making her the first female in the nation to serve on the state high court. A little more information. In 1934, President FDR appointed her the U.S. Court of Appeals, making her the first female to serve on a federal bench. Um, anyway, why I bring her up is her home is located in Columbus. She has her, when she served on the Ohio Supreme Court, she has a, her, her home is dedicated. It's beautiful. And I've had the pleasure of having a gentleman by the name of Richard Dana who did a lot of research on Florence to make sure that all of that was possible. So I wanted to bring that little historical significance of Columbus. Not a lot of people know about, uh, know about her. Not a lot of people know that her home is a national landmark. Um, and it's, it's a little, little, little cottage, you know, and it's a little beautiful area to visit. Um, now, Moving on to Chillicothe, Ohio. Go ahead, sir. So, <clears throat> Chillicothe, Ohio, very first state capital for Ohio. It's crazy to think about that. Mm-hmm. Really insane. I... I've always wanted to go to the Hopewell Culture National Park. I've uh, lost my train of thought. Give me one second. Hopewell Hopewell Culture National Historical Park to me, because I've always been interested in like American Indian history. I think of the Hopewell Indians. 
and I just think it'd be interesting to visit that sort that place in particular for that. There's also the Adina Mansion, mm-hmm. which I've um, that mansion was built in 1806. Yeah, and it was the 2,000 acre estate of the sixth governor of the state of Ohio. You know who that was. I should know that. I don't know why I can't think of the name. Thomas Worthington. Mm. He was the governor of Ohio. Ohio was a state. Just kidding. Mm. He was the governor of Ohio from December... 1814 to December 14th, 1818. Okay. Interesting little fun fact there, sir. Thank you. And last um, last place I want to talk about today, if okay with you, Ohio. Can't talk about Ohio. Talking about Marietta. Of course, go right ahead. So for Marietta, the the Marietta area, there's the Elk Cover Bridge in Barlow Township, which is nearby. It's Marietta College itself. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, there's a bunch of covered bridges down there. There's the Rufus Putnam House. Okay. It was built of, or was a part of the Campus Meritus fortification by General Rufus Putnam. (coughs) During the first settlement of Ohio. Mm -hmm. Settlements of Ohio, I mean to say. It was built in 1788. Oh, wow. There's also the the Jonathan Stone House and the Jonathan Sprague House. Jonathan Sprague House was located atop a bluff near the is located near the Muskegon River. Uh, It was built by Joshua Sprague and his sons William and Jonathan. Came to Marietta in 1788. Less than a year after Marietta was founded as the first white settlement in the Northwest Territory. Oh, wow. And last but not least, the Jonathan Stone House is the oldest building in the city of Belpre, which is close to Marietta. Mm -hmm. It It was built in... 1799. Oh, wow. Two-story structure. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've got. Well, I've got one more historical place to mention before we end this episode. Um, have you heard of a town or a city in Michigan called Detroit. 
Uh huh. <laughs> well, the reason why I bring Detroit up. Henry Ford Museum. Uh, yes, the Henry Ford Museum and the Green Witch Village. Uh, so for those of you who have kind of been listening in, we've been talking about all these amazing historical places to visit. Uh, the Henry Ford Museum is for the gentleman who created the very first vehicle, the Model T Ford. And it's just a museum dedicated to him and his craft and has a bunch of different types of automobiles. And it's amazing, amazing museum there itself. But that's not why I bring why I bring this location up. The village. The village is um is a bun it's 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 essentially what it is it's a village and it is all the histor all historical people's homes. So it's got like Thomas Edison's home in there for some reason. I don't know why it's there, but it's there. It's got stuff dedicated to the Wright brothers. It's got um a whole bunch of other historical figures there. I think there's even a house for Tesla, Nikolai Tesla. Um, but throughout this 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 area, this this village, all these homes that were going to essentially get torn down, I was like, no, we can't do that. So they brought all these homes to this village, and you can go and visit the homes. And walk throughout the village, which is more essentially a, almost like a city now, because of how many houses they have. And it's just got beautiful places. There's even a working farm there. Um, I I want to. I'm thinking Hale Farm, but that's Ohio, not um this village. But it's you could do a lot of things. You can go experience what it's like to be on a uh, a revolutionary revolution era farm because i know that's what that is right you can ride in a model t car they have those types of rides you can walk through the streets of uh, of a city back in the eight, like 18 1900 setup and between the ford museum and the village i enjoyed the village more than i did the museum um yeah cars are cool vehicles are cool i enjoyed the historical aspect of the museum and i enjoyed the historical aspect of the village and that is a i recommend highly like it's it's up there next to going to dc and all that for me in gettysburg going and experiencing those homes set up how they were when those people lived and were alive and how they kept their houses together um and it's just it's a nice good experience it's a, it's a nice family experience to take the kids to and i highly recommend it um did you have any other historical places you would like to talk about sir uh just one okay um this oh okay we're going to go with two so this is a historical I actually got to visit this earlier this year. Talked mm -hmm. about it in the Bucket List Florida episode. By the way, our thoughts are with those affected by Hurricane Ian. 
want to mention that as we're talking about the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, getting to visit the Kennedy Space Center was definitely pretty cool. Um, uh, one thing that really took my breath away, I still remember the day Columbia blew up on reentry. Back in 2003. I stood there in front of pieces from the Columbia self boy is that something yeah no it's it's one thing to stand in front of uh, a regular memorial but to stand in front of actual peace or a shuttle exploded lives lost lives impacted Stand in front of that. Mm-hmm. It's like standing in front of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it. Some people may be screaming at me for saying that if they've, yeah. if they're listening in on the podcast. But you're somebody who doesn't think about sort of a look we use here. Someone who doesn't think about how every decision can change the course of someone's life. You know, yeah, I go back to 9-11 when they, when people woke up thinking it's going to be another normal work day. Mm -hmm. You know, these Columbia astronauts like, okay, it's just going to be another routine landing. Well, never made it. Mm. Challenger, never made it. There are pieces from the Challenger there, too. In the Kennedy yeah. Space Center. If you have a chance to to go there, go there. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, being a NASCAR buff, history guy, there's different sorts of history all over the place. What a national speedway. A, an yeah. hour that Kennedy. Track is huge. Go check that out. I'm going to leave that there. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't have anything else to add to the topic at hand. I'm sure we could always talk about more and more different types of historical spots for hours. Well, we're coming up on the hour mark of tonight's episode, and um, I think we would like to end it there. Am I correct, sir? Yes. All right. Well, before we end the podcast tonight, I do have a couple of announcements, and I'm sure Big Tim would, uh, I think Big Tim might have some too. But my uh, first big announcement is the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love will be going live on radio on October 8th. Uh, this will be hosted by Lakeland Community College's Lake Effect Radio. Uh, I think Big Tim and I need to work out some more details, but I think what we might be doing is we'll be recording a live show. So we'll probably be doing a live stream on our Facebook page. For any guests that would like to send some questions in, I think it's just going to be a nonchalant 
no real topic show, just us chilling, talking, seeing where the show goes, I guess. <laughs> if only you knew. Am I, I see, am I correct in that mm. assumption, sir? Not even close. Oh. We may already so have, a, have we may already have a guest for our show that I have to for details for. Oh, okay. That that's news to me. Um uh that's really my own only announcement. Um we will be picking back up with the wrestling podcast episodes once our third co-host Brian is available. I know we have Extreme Rules coming up here relatively quick. Um, we do want to apologize that we have not did a review show on Clash of the Castle. Uh, that will be the little bit... We did do a review show did. of Clash of the Castle. We did? Oh, that was the last one. Was a... Yeah, I, we, I don't think we did a review show. Oh, you're right. Show. I'm sorry. My brain is all over the place. We did, yeah, we did a prediction show. Yes. So, so probably at, at our prediction episode for... Extreme rules. We will do what we did before and just kind of go do a brief review of what we thought because you know, time has lapsed. Um, and then we might be bringing up Marvel here pretty soon. I haven't run this by Big Tim yet, but Kevin Feige and the crew over there at Marvel has released some interesting, very interesting stuff. If you haven't been keeping up, sir. I have not. Especially, especially in recent news. Um, I'll kind of make this make this a little teaser. If you haven't noticed, uh, Hugh Jackman is returning to the big screen as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Oh, we'll talk about that later. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, big Tim, do you have any announcements you would like to give to our listeners? I do not. All right. Well, I'm going to let Big Tim uh, take us out. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in again to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. It is good to be back. Hopefully, actually, this is one mini announcement. Hopefully, we'll be able to start recording weekly episodes. I haven't talked to Dr. Love about this yet, but... It's time for us to get off our keisters and actually record, do interviews, get everything moving as much as we can, and all of that fun. So until next time. I know we keep, oh, go ahead. I know we keep saying that about getting guests. It's just a matter of actually doing it. It's a matter so of scheduling. Yes. So we do apologize about that. Uh, it's been a work in progress for us. We just, as Big Tim said, we need to get off our keisters and get it done. So. For Dr. Love, this is Big Tim signing off. <laughs>